welcome to episode 19 of Better Call Paul. Monday evening, yeah, 16th of September. And it is, uh, I don't know what time is it? It's, it's, it's just it's 16 minutes past seven and uh, I'm, I'm running late. But it's for a very good reason. I'm running late because I couldn't resist trying to finish up the editing of last episode, um, which I think is working really well. Seeing that this dick behind me, I, tailgaters are just going to get caught on YouTube for posterity. I, I suddenly realised as well that uh, having edited the last episode, that it's um, it's going to get really dark a lot of the time because up here in the north of Scotland, while it doesn't get completely dark in the summer, even at like two in the morning. Um, uh, if, if the clouds are, are clear, the the kind of the opposite happens. Well, not quite the opposite, but we only get about four or five hours of daylight in the uh, in the winter. So it's likely that as things get on towards Christmas, you'll be seeing more and more of me in the dark. Which is why I'm trying out just having a little kind of light on the screen for the podcasters visualise it. Um, that's all I can say really. So yeah. What's happening this fortnight then? Um, oh, I should have checked my calendar. I've come totally unprepared. Um, oh, I'm stuffed <sighs> with dal. So yeah. Oh yeah. Friday is climate change strike thing. I'm taking part in that because I kind of would like people not to die quite as much as they are. Um, for, for any anything that might be avoidable, so climate change strike, uh, we might do some footage from that, uh, maybe. So I'm on my way to Monday Night Choir, I've got choir again tomorrow night, and then a wedding on Sunday. Oh yeah, Saturday, uh, there'll be a, a, a live stream of a Berlin Philharmonic concert, which me and Theo will watch accompanied by beer before we record our podcast on comedy which I think is probably out already if you're watching this or listening to this so and other than that I'm just I'm really firing into trying to keep well on top of stuff on the uh, on the on the YouTube channels um, so that I can get around to recording some stuff so I'm hoping Either tomorrow or the day after, I will I will be getting on with that. We'll see how it goes. And I also figured out as well. Well, I'm not quite finished editing the last episode yet, but I know there's a fair amount of stuff um, towards the end of it that's kind of scenery based, which you can see out of the window through through the car window if you're watching on YouTube. But I I, I have to keep reminding myself that there are podcast listeners out there. I'm sorry, you long-time followers on the podcast. That, uh, I, I, but I will have to remember to try to describe the beauty which surrounds me. Um, often I can only do that in music, but uh, so I'm currently climbing the hill up to the glens of Fowland. This is not going to turn into a scenery blog podcast. 
music, 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 music. What am I going to record? I think the first thing will be a piano cover of uh, the theme from. Uh, what is it from? It's, it's called Evergreen. Is it from A Star Is Born, the original? Well, not the original, but the Barbara Streisand one. I'll have to look that up. I think it might be. Um, I get a lot of my knowledge on these things from the subtitle that's at the head of the piece of music. Um, a bit dismal. Dismal weather, here it is. So, yeah. That gig that finished off last week's episode. I was a bit dismayed when we got into the buffet and there were like two big bowls, two big um, troughs full of stovies for the uh, meat eaters. And then and what? And there was a tray at the side which had a cheese toasty on it in two halves. Um, and I'd seen somebody just take something from it and I thought, I really hope they haven't just counted the vegetarians and given them a cheese toasty each and they've all gone so for our next one. But no, they brought out a whole tray full more. So, um, getting used to the old, certainly vegetarian lifestyle at least. I'm loving it. Weight's coming down. This is all the same same stuff every week, isn't it? I'm gonna have to start trying to vary what I'm rambling on about. I see uh, Boris has made a cock womble of himself in uh, Brussels today. Although that could be all ancient history by the time. Um, well, it will be, yeah. <laughs> It will be history by the time this goes out because the Supreme Court is going to rule tomorrow on whether or not he was breaking the law prorogue in Parliament. So you'll already know the result of that. Yeah, this kind of works, I think. For the podcast listeners, as I said on the last episode, once it started getting dark, it was like pitch black on the screen for the YouTubers. So I'm using my in-car light, which is not kind of blinding me too much because it's pointing downwards, but it seems to be giving the camera enough light, so uh, quite a nice ambient kind of effect, I think. But what's going to happen after that, um, music-wise, I'm going to have to start thinking about finishing off the programme in the limit, so I can just start taking one keyboard, but the other thing is practising for upcoming stuff, choir concerts and, and um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, I need to get my trumpet practice going again. But once I've recorded that piano thing, I will do a production music track. And uh, hopefully, in this episode, you will hear my first two tracks trying to hit the output button. There may be more. If there's more, congratulate me at the end. Um, but I'm hoping to at least have Evergreen on the piano and a production music track later on for you to watch listen to sexual chocolate first of coming to America then anyway I'm going to finish my coffee so bye for now
rushing around like a loony time again. Tuesday 17th of September, I am sat here just after quarter past six at West Hill Trinity Church. Uh, having just driven from Inch via Inverurie to drop off my wife and daughter at the in-laws where my wife is overnight looking after my step-granddaughter. Yeah. And then I have to come into West Hill, which is near Aberdeen, to pick up Theo from his South Central Aberdeenshire Music Centre. I'm just sat waiting for him now uh, to drive him back to Inverurie so that he can actually have something to eat and not have to sit in the car all evening. Uh, before, well, at the same time picking up Nienna to take her into choir. So I'm doing a bit of a zigzag boomerang kind of circuit today. One of my favourites. I do. It's a good job I enjoy driving, isn't it? and plenty of interesting news today. So I thought what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set the camera up and I don't know what you would call it, but I'm gonna vlognap Theo, fireball, podnap him. I'm just gonna have the camera running and the uh, recording running when he gets in the car and interview him about his first week back with South Central Aberdeenshire Music Centre. I won't say anything other than that because he can tell you it all himself. So I'll just uh, adjust the camera a bit, and then uh, and then we'll surprise him when he gets in the car. He'll be delighted, I'm sure. Oh, I just coming out. I bet he's going to be last, even though he knows I'm in a rush. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> this is a vlog nap. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise interview. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, um, I've put my back out carrying a big box, of, a big bag of stands. Ah, how was it? It was, it was good. I got to play timpani, which I quite enjoy. And also, there's a really weird piece which involves. We didn't do this today. We sort of blamed it. Um, tearing paper and rolling it into balls and clapping with it in your. It's really weird. Okay, is that is that a uh one of these that somebody's written like especially for you or is it no it's who's it by it's an american piece charles ives no uh, uh alex something never heard of him well that's not that surprising <laughs> um the other pieces you wouldn't know sky dance and just trying uh, to fill up my episode with that much get a really fun solo in Skydance. Tim's again? Yeah. Cool. How's Mr. Wallace? He's, um, he's going a bit easy so far. He's, he's looking great. Some, well, he has been since <laughs> at least last year. I'm sure he's not much older than me. No, but he has to teach kids music, so this is true. Plus, he, he does get there energetic. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but he's going a bit easy for now because there's some new people. Uh huh. Uh, have there been a few of the people that you knew from last year left now then? Uh, just one who I think he's actually gone to do something in Senegal. Senegal? Yeah. I can't remember what it was they were doing. They used to play temps. Alright, okay. So you, you've been promoted to... Yes. Fill their shoes. 
So what, what have you done to your back, Ben? Uh, just a big bag of stands. Like, uh, percussion stands. Health and safety. So I wouldn't get out of the cupboard. <laughs> so I just stood there holding it. Uh-huh. Anyway, anything to like particularly ask me about, or is this just... No, I just thought, I just thought I'd vlog nap you. Um, so, okay. if, you, if you've got nothing else to say, I can turn it off if you want. Well then, an interview is supposed to ask questions. I know, but I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I just thought... You're just like, oh, I've got a GoPro, fucking turn it on. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. Catch me off guard. Uh, yeah. Well, at least your bus turned on this weekend. Yeah, I went extra early. I, I didn't really need to go that early, but still. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the traffic's not going to be too bad going back to Inverurie because I've got to be back in Aberdeen for half past seven. You have... Uh, I took your laptop and left it there for you, and you have a coma waiting. <laughs> okay. Again. Because it was... Uh, Didn't I have that last night? No, it wasn't last night. It was the night before, I think. I think. Nineteenth of September, and uh, yeah, I'm just. This is a quickie because I've got some catching up to do with the uh, after the dark network. I've got, I've got an important episode of Ego to listen to. Um, a couple of things. Yeah, catch up. Yesterday, I was apparently threatened through the window at the gym by some nutter. Apparently, it turned out he was a local druggie. But at the time, I got a phone call when I got back from the gym yesterday um, from the leisure centre asking if I was okay because apparently somebody had been seen standing outside the window to the gym while I was in there making gestures as if to um, choke someone um, and then they were seen following me home afterwards which I didn't even notice so if they were trying to intimidate someone then they didn't do a very good job because I didn't even see him but uh, apparently it all turned out fine he was just a local druggie he was in bashing doors and um, causing trouble, so it wasn't wasn't personal. I thought the BMP might have been after me for some of the Brexit shit that uh, me and Firebolt come out with. Anyway, yeah, this is a bit of a uh, reminder of how this all started because I'm on my way in for my, um, I think it would be my last um, free aftercare appointment with uh, Optical Express following. Oh, I shall have to put them up actually. Yeah, I think I might put them in next actually. Right, okay, let's get my thoughts in order. Um, I had laser eye surgery done, uh, lens replacement surgery actually, uh, almost a year ago. And this is this is my free follow-up appointment that I'm on my way in for today. The reason it was bringing memories back is because I, I seem to remember the first episode of Better Call Paul, I was on my way in, not only for the 24-hour musical, but also to have my eyes checked over. That must have been about six months ago, possibly, yeah. Anyway, 
I had, uh, when I originally had it done last September, I had been uh, already in those sort of early planning stages for eventually getting on and doing a vlog. So I did record some footage of my journey down to Glasgow and some interesting before, during and after reactions to the surgery and how I got on with it. So I'm going to put them in. I'll, I'll put them in this episode after this clip. Uh, I'll also put them in, probably put them in separately as a bonus episode. Because, no, actually sod it. Oh, make your mind up. Right, okay. That's not going to make very good podcast material because it's basically video based. So if you want to see my journey through lens replacement surgery, um, you can see it. I'll put it up as a, a special bonus episode on the YouTube channel, the blog bit. But you will... If you, it won't be on the podcast because obviously it's, it's audio only so if, you, if you're if you a podcast listener and you want to see that you'll have to go and uh, go and check out my channel so that, there's an excuse to get some more subscribers and please like it and all this stuff you know you know the stuff that you have to do and incidentally everybody else says it so I'm going to say it as well if you're on iTunes or whatever app you're on listening to the podcast give us five stars and, and a nice review please pretty please uh, I was going to say something else on the way in for that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, it's coming together. My my um, intentions last episode from the title, time to get serious. I seem to be getting serious. Serious <coughs> in the last couple of days. Excuse me. I have put together all of my past production music tracks um, and listed them down with lengths. Um, started putting together an album track listing for a first album of production music. All the tracks will be uploaded to both sites that I sell on um, separately. Um, I didn't realise actually that there are, I think, nine tracks that I had from past um, dabbling in production music work um, that aren't actually published or selling at the moment. So they're all being put up and their 30 second, 60 second edit versions are being put up on Audio Jungle and Pond 5 and then I shall and I, and I added it up the track listing comes to over 38 minutes <clears throat> so I'm thinking I'll probably look to try and put together an album of an hour just just about an hour to, for the first one and um, I'm going to call it Alpha and it's going out under the see my my company name that I run with my wife my wife who does the digital card designs it's called Arda Productions A-R-D-A and it's uh, something to do with, I think, um, Tolkien mythology, because she came up with the name because she's a Tolkien nutter. But I haven't really used that in any other way except because um, she has the other cards business, if you like, um, digital card designs. I my username on on Audio Jungle and on Pond Five is Arda Productions because that's the company name, Arda Productions Limited. So for the production music, which is really just for licensing for projects and stuff like that. It's all going to go on Spotify and Apple and Google and whatever listening streaming platforms there are because um, it's all part of the mastering package that I subscribe to. So that's all going to go up there. That's going to go under the artist name Arda, A-R-D-A, which I have already designed a logo for. The first album is going to be called Alpha um, and see that way I don't have to think of album names. I'll probably go I don't know whether I'll keep it up, but the second album will probably be called Beta, and then Gamma, and then Delta, and then Epsilon, and then Zeta, Eta, Theta, 
I learned the Greek alphabet once. I actually started learning Greek at school once because I was going to Greece on holiday. Look back to the one, the episode that's, um, I think it's called Medallion Man, maybe? I don't know, but one of the previous episodes. The thumbnail has uh, a, a cruise ship on it. Um, I was talking about the music cruise where I went to Greece. And when I was at school that year, I went to a lunchtime club to learn Greek. And kept out for a week or two, for a few weeks actually. Um, I think I was the only one there, but it was ancient Greek. I don't know how different that is from modern Greek, but I would imagine it would be like somebody trying to get by in Italy, talking Latin, maybe. But we, yeah, we did learn Latin at school as well. That was the posh school that I got chucked out. I'm not quite as posh as where all these wankers that run the country go when, but uh, I've got no idea where I'm going with any of this. I've, I've lost my own train of thought here. Greek? Oh yeah, Arda, that was it. So um, yeah, I'll have about another 20 minutes or so of material to put together, which will probably be quite a few tracks, but uh, I, th I thought I'll maybe, with, with the piano covers that I'll be recording, which will purely be... See, I like the idea of writing an original album eventually, but um, the cover versions of, on piano uh, I will release under the label of the Digital Pianist, which is how I used to advertise myself for doing uh, cocktail piano work um, and weddings and stuff like that. And I'm going to keep the Orbiter reserved for future use. It's the name of the channel on YouTube, um, and it's my name on the uh, Breaking Dead channel as well. Um, but I'm going to keep it aside. I've got a logo for that. I'm going to keep it aside for if and when I do decide to write some original, write and record some original tunes, songs, whatever. But anyway, as I said, this was meant to be a quick hello um, because I've got lots of things to listen to. I haven't been listening to nearly enough podcasts and uh, yeah, I'll probably speak to you later because I'm on my way into Aberdeen. Yeah, I'm doing that thing with my eyes and then I'm hanging around in Aberdeen for a couple of hours because my daughter Nienna is having a trip to Dundee with her college course, some theatre thing they're going to see and they should be back about seven o'clock. So I'm going to sit in the car with my laptop and uh, get all of these tunes submitted to the PRS for Music, Performing Rights Society so that, regardless of whether people buy a license to use my music, whenever it actually gets used, I could actually get some revenue from it as well. So, yep, that's where I'm at at the moment, and it's very exciting, I'm very motivated, and uh, I look forward to keeping you updated as it goes along. Oh, well, I've got to try and stop swearing quite as much as well, because uh, I've got a fucking filthy mouth. Saturday the 21st of September, quarter past one in the afternoon, I've just dropped Nienna off at her uh, youth theatre group and I'm away back home because she's staying for the weekend in Aberdeen at her friend's house. So with my wife being away at the in-laws looking after my step-granddaughter, that leaves me and Firebolt, the house to ourselves, dangerous. What are we going to do? Well, we've got a, a Berlin Philharmonic live stream concert this evening, which uh, we're going to watch and have a beer, I think. Sibelius Symphony Number no. 1 being the main piece, which is really going to like Sibelius. And then we're going to be recording a Breaking Bollocks podcast on comedy. 
uh, which should be out, let me think. Yeah, should have been out last Thursday, for those of you that are watching this, are hearing this, when it comes out. So what's been going on? Yeah, we went to the climate strike yesterday. I see from around the world that that's a, a growing movement. Jolly impressive to see. One sign I think summed it up that I saw um, in the media that somebody took taken along saying you know it's time for change when children start acting like leaders and leaders are acting like children bit of a generalization i suppose i mean i i saw uh, a couple of people on the bbc news um thing looking at the tomorrow's papers last night and one of them was saying you know that they should be in school and that it's a bit off when our government is doing so much to try to promote the reaction to climate change and stuff. But I think I agree with the other guy that was there that basically ripped into her and said, you know, I'd, I'm, I'm shocked that you can be so, so complacent about it because it's, the statistics are just ridiculous. I mean, really, you can't you can't ignore what's going on and not face the fact that if you if you're skeptical about the science behind it then you may as well go and join the flat earthers or you know something similar because there's, there's no there's no doubt among the most skeptical minds of our society which is scientists you know 97% of them agree and these are experts you know I, I don't subscribe to this idea that, that we have had enough of experts at all. I would not take my car to be fixed by a pizza delivery boy or uh, a farmer or, or, you know, Joe Bloggs down the road who thinks he knows better than, than a trained mechanic. Uh, so I, if, if somebody comes along who, is, who has spent their life studying the climate, and uh, assures me that we've got something to worry about. I'll take notice, thank you. And I think to say these people should be in school, you know, they're missing out on their education, I think it's just being a little bit short-sighted. I mean, their education's gonna be fuck all used to them if they've got nowhere to, to make use of it, you know? Um, I mean, my, I've got relatives in Spain who have recently been flooded out by the freak that Mediterranean hurricane that went past and the downpours that happened in, in not quite Costa Blanca region, it was a bit further up than that but they're near the coast near Alicante and is it Alicante? I think so and their house is, I mean you know, this was a while ago now and, and they're still I think they've managed to clear all the mud out of the house now. And that's just, you know, that's in a fairly, not necessarily first world country, but certainly not third world. I don't know, Spain's fairly, fairly first world, isn't it? But, you know, I mean, there's islands disappearing. And the people that are, that are going to suffer the most are the people that have the least money. So, you know, I mean, I, I was inspired actually hearing some of the speeches that were going on at the, at the strike, at the protest. I suppose I did feel a slight discomfort at some of the chanting that was being that, that, that was happening but that's not because I didn't agree with it it just felt a bit weird you know but it, it needs to be done you know it needs to be and it was a fairly small 
protest in uh, Aberdeen. I mean, being the oil capital of Europe, I suppose it might be expected, but um, I don't know, maybe a thousand people at most at, at the height of it. But then you look at some of the other demonstrations around the world and, and you begin to think, yeah, this is starting to gather momentum. And this is this is all kids that have done this. You know, my, some of my relatives are the kind that sort of say, you know, that mention about this trip that Greta Thunberg took over to America about <clears throat> picking on the, the little bits like, you know, I bet she's got her own sort of iPad and, and phone and all this lot and how environmentally friendly is that. It's like, you can't make a difference without using the tools of the modern world. But the point is the people who have the power to change the big things are the ones that need the pressure applied because, you know, I mean, I can eat a plant-based diet and try to conserve energy as much as possible and use a green energy supplier and I can do my bit and that's great. I think we should all be doing that. But at the end of the day, if big business is not doing the same, it's going to make fuck all difference. So, you know, we're, we're doing our bit. The little guy's doing our bit. But I dismay at walking around Tesco and seeing other supermarkets are available. But walking around any shop and seeing the amount of plastic, single-use plastic. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous that you can get you get a drink now in uh, in McDonald's with a, a cardboard paper straw that's fucking useless anyway, but it apparently isn't recyclable, and a plastic lid on the cup. It's like, what the fuck is that about? Mind you, my daughter's got a bamboo toothbrush that came in plastic packaging. It's like, it's all different side stories, I suppose. But at the end of the day, we need to stop using fossil fuels. And I know I'm driving around in a diesel car at the moment, but I don't have a choice. You know, I'm lucky I can even afford a car, but I've got to feed myself and I've got to get around and do my job. I would far rather it was in something that that wasn't using fossil fuels. But the prices of them, the availability of charging and all that, it's just, I don't have the option. And the people who are in power and have the power to make sure that people do have that option are the ones that need the pressure applying. Anyway, on to a different subject. Um, Craig, it's a shame to hear less of your um, Liverpudlian voice, but I completely understand you're needing to step back and you'll be missed. I'm sure you'll be on a lot anyway. I'm sure you won't be able to keep away forever. Nick, just listened to your special announcement on um, Days After Dark and totally, uh, totally agree with everything you said. Yeah, just look after number one, look after yourself and, and be, be excellent to yourself and, you know, I mean, this whole, I completely get it, that it's a lot of pressure. I mean, job-wise as well, obviously I found myself in a position where I kind of have to look at the positives, but it's not always easy to do that when you're working for the man, as it were. And also, obviously, the pressures of big trips and money and stuff like that, it's all, it's not easy living in today's society. And there's all this pressure to just deal with it and man up as it were and, and just cope. I think the tide's changing with that as well though. I think tides are changing with all sorts of things at the moment and I think that's great. Um, as I was going to say, uh, well, 
just finish on that point. Chin up, yeah, we're all your, we're all your friends um, on the network. And, you know, if you ever want to chat on or off the air, if I'm available, I'm, I'm happy to listen anytime. Can't say I'd have any good advice, but sometimes advice is the last thing you want anyway. What was I going to say? Yeah, that's all my old production music now registered with PRS, so uh, I, think I might spend this afternoon uploading it to the production music sites and then I can look forward and get working on more stuff. I did feel inspired at the demonstrations. I, I thought, you know, if, if, if and when I do decide to write any songs, I, I might um, I might use that as a platform for a, a subject matter, if you like, trying to encourage addressing the climate change issue, because it is, people say about the panic and the worry and, and stuff about, about kids getting anxious about the future of the planet and stuff and worrying about the effect that that's having on them in terms of mental health. Well, it's a bit of a joke, really. I mean, you know, some things need to be worried about. And it's not... The mental health issue isn't about protecting people from the reality of what's going on. You know, that's how religions thrive. It's really about facing the truth and taking responsibility for it, you know? I watch the news and I see, and, and to be honest, I, I'm a little bit shocked, but I suppose not too surprised that there's been so little coverage of the climate strikes on the mainstream media. It has been mentioned, obviously, but I think it's a lot more important than it's being given time for. Um, you know, when you see people quibbling about political stuff and sending troops to Saudi Arabia to protect the oil supplies, it's a very short-term view. Anyway, this is not an environmental podcast. So I'm going home now. Yeah, I'm going to spend the afternoon doing some uh, uploading of my stuff and um, look forward to an evening of music and podcasting. Musically, it's just my choirs this next week and wedding on Sunday. We've had a couple of gigs. Well, one that I thought I was doing next Sunday is apparently has been moved to next year and John who does the calendar had forgotten to take it off there so that's one less gig now that would have been tonight or tomorrow tomorrow that would have been well in a way that's fine because next year we needed more gigs in the calendar anyway but you know that's less money coming in this month than before especially seeing as there's another gig next Sunday which was a kind of a a low payer which looks like it might not be happening now so and I think you look at the Thomas Cook situation and everything's going tits up you know I mean for the bank to turn around and say to Thomas Cook oh we, we think you're going to need to give us another 200 million because it could be a rough winter it's like fucking hell and always the little guy is the one that struggles you know I mean you know certain members of our family are leavers and I very often heard to say, oh, you know, we'll be all right, we'll get through it. We've struggled through worse than this before and, and you know, it'll be better in the long run and all this. It's like, you'll be all right. You know, you, you're in a fairly comfortable situation. 
you've got a big house, a tidy pension coming in, you've got a comfortable amount of money. Some of us struggle to get by on a weekly basis, and we're the ones that are being hit the worst by it. You know, we're the ones who, who are seeing the bank balance reduce week on week on week because the money is going less distance all the time and the government are taking money away from oh fucking hell what is going on I'm having a rant I'm having a political rant time for change system change not climate change that's what we're chanting yeah well it's not just because of the climate it's uh, for all sorts of other reasons but uh, yeah definitely need a system change unfortunately I'm not sure we're going to get one at the moment I mean there's definitely an election coming up but it's unclear as to how most people think. Very interesting though. Watching Men in the High Castle on Amazon at the moment. Some very interesting parallels to be drawn in art. Anyway, I'm going to go now because I'm running out of things to say and uh, I'll speak to you again soon. It was a droll, dreek, drizzly evening uh, on Friday the 27th of September. I'm on my way to a wedding at the Mercure Aberdeen Ardo House Hotel. And uh, uh, it's been a strange week. Um, I mean, Parliament kind of collapsed and stuff. It's been a long week in politics. I'm not going to even bother going there because that's not what this is about. The in-laws are back. Uh, we haven't been in touch yet. It's one of them things, you know. Uh, I'm keep I'm keeping my I'm keeping my stress levels as low as possible because I've got shingles, which can apparently be triggered off by physical or emotional stress. Um, so because uh, that tends to weaken your immune system, and I already have a compromised immune system anyway, due to a health condition known as. Mycosis fungoides, which isn't nearly as exciting as it sounds. It's a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, it's a, it's a form of cancer. But the big C word, don't worry too much, I'm not shuffling off this mortal coil for quite some time yet. I certainly hope not anyway. Um, it's the least malevolent, least malignant form of cancer that there is. It's something to do with the uh, lymph nodes. I've, basically, I've, I've produced too many white blood cells um, and the symptoms most for most of the time in stage one which is where I've always been um, I've had it for years are basically just sore and itchy skin and, and, and a horrible rash from time to time basically like eczema or psoriasis in, in the symptoms um, so I just have to put on moisturizing cream all over twice a day sometimes I can't remember if I said any of this before, but sometimes I have to go for, I have been a couple times for light treatment. Yeah, I'm sure I have mentioned this before. But the downside of that is that it can put you more at risk of skin cancer, which is why I went to the doctors, because I had these black blotches on my shoulder and top of my arm, and uh, turns out it's shingles. So yeah, apparently once you've had chicken pox, which I didn't even know I'd had, but once you have had it, it can re resurface a shingles at any point later in life. Usually when your immune system is weakened for whatever reason, 
whether it be old age or stress or whatever. So yeah, just keeping the stress levels down. Although I could do with getting back up with my meditation. I'm doing a lot of work on the YouTube channel at the moment now. I can't remember if that, it's been a while since I recorded because there's not been a huge amount of uh, interest going on other than me just plugging along working at home really, which is, uh, which is the way it needs to be because, uh, you know, money and all that. So you might have seen the latest clip of production movie I did, uh, Pharaoh Mystery, I think it was called. If not, here it is. Six things, and I just I thought it looked a bit 
a bit incredible. So I looked it up and yeah, the vast majority of them were complete and utter bullshit. And the ones that weren't were partial truths that had been twisted to sound a lot worse than they actually are or have been into, in place for years. So so that, that led me to thinking because this whole thing has blown up in Parliament with the uh, language um, issues that I can, I can see on some levels I can see both sides of the argument but at the same time <clears throat> you know you've got to freedom of speech is all well and good but you, you, you can't have that without accepting that you have to have responsibility of speech as well you can't just have the right to go around well you can have the right to go around and say whatever you like but you've got to face the consequences of that you know if you go around saying stuff that is deliberately intended to wind people up you've kind of succeeded if you wind people up about it so um, anyway yeah in response to that I saw a, a discussion about it on TV this morning various people calling for a calming down of the uh, political temperature shall we say and the reference to the old sort of echo chamber thing so today I sort of thought you know this thing had got through the radar this Lisbon Treaty propaganda had got through the radar so I, I looked it up I posted I shared the article explaining addressing every part of that list in turn and explaining what the actual case is and it's funny because later on I then I then read bits of it to uh, to Theo to Firebolt and you know it was it was so absurd some of it that it was it, his initial reaction was that's got to be satire surely but you know when it's got to the stage where you can't actually tell whether or not I mean obviously some people believe it because some of the responses were in the same kind of vein you know it's like when you can't tell whether or not somebody's posting something because they actually believe what's being written or if it's taking the piss out of people who believe what's being written it's just anyway to cut a long story short which is a bit late for that I know but I decided I'm just unblocking and refollowing well not refollowing but unblocking everyone I'm not censoring my Facebook list page anymore now that it doesn't really go in line with reducing my stress levels because it does mean that I'll see I'll see bullshit from every side now. But I have said that I, I will call people out on it. You know, if, if something's bollocks like that, like with this list, I'll report it as false news because you know the last thing we need at the moment when there's enough conflicts going on from just differences in justified opinions. The last thing we need is bullshit being thrown into the mix to, to deliberately stir things up and make them worse. So, but I suppose like sort of blocking all of that from being on your timeline is essentially the same as being a conscientious objector in physical war because it is a propaganda war, you know. But if you want to be on the side of truth, you've got to be able to see the lies that are, that are being put out there. So. So um, we'll see how far it goes. I'm treating it as an experiment, but uh, we'll see how long it, it lasts. Anyway, I'm going to fuck off. I'll stick a clip of the gig up if I manage to record any. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, the only thing that's really happening is me and Theo are going to watch another Berlin Philharmonic concert because we had a, a gig week to next year. So I've got a Saturday off. And 
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.